Hey y'all. Hey. Damn. Are you us? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, intro. <laughs> hey guys. Welcome back to another episode of Bonnets and Brunch. It's Aaliyah. I'm Javel, aka Vel. <laughs> that kills me every week. I can't stop doing it. <laughs> I'm Dana. And I'm Myra. Special guest. Yes. Special guest. We have a special guest here with us today, joining the table, talking shit about shit every week, as always. What are y'all toasting to this week? I can go first. Okay. I'm toasting to fuck the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. I'm not celebrating yeah. I'm toasting that too. Like, I'm not even, <laughs> like, at work, I got a ping because I was online. Like, you're working today? Like, it's July weekend. I want to be like, fuck that holiday. Like, mm-hmm. it's really your Friday to me. But yeah, fuck the 4th of July. Cheers. Speak on it. Cheers. Cheers. What are you toasting to, Aaliyah? <laughs> looking at me. Because <laughs> she was looking at me. <laughs> so, I am toasting to brunch because, like, <laughs> Your girl really miss it. Mm. I really, really miss brunch. And, like, I've been trying to, like, you know, we've been having brunch at home. Yeah. And doing the mimosas at home. And it's been great. Mm-hmm. But I really just miss the brunch atmosphere. And, like, yeah, I just really feel like Rona is not coming up anytime soon. Right. So, like, we're going to have to go that much longer without it. That's true. Just Zoom brunches. Yeah, gonna have to pour some out for brunch. It looks like it's, you know. A thing of the past. <laughs> At least for now. Zoom brunches don't go off like a real brunch. Is that the same? It's not the Yeah, because we gotta, like, read the room for real. It's the energy. Yeah. It's the human interaction. Well, I'm toasting to uh, Dana. Because we are here at her house, and she has been so hospitable, and she has cooked for us, and it has just been good. So, toast to Dana. No, yeah, toast to Dana. Thanks, girl, even though you're acting like I'm a stranger. <laughs> Why would I not be hospitable? <laughs> like, she's like, like she's never been before. Right? <laughs> but thanks, girl. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to toast to quarantine, because even though, like, the circumstances aren't great, I have been blessed enough to save a lot of money during this time, and I'm so grateful for that. So yeah, I'm very happy about it. I, I have realized that mm-hmm. like I just haven't been spending that much, yep. and it's because I just haven't been going anywhere. Yeah, yep. and although like you know I, I'm I'm well aware that like that's not everybody's reality because like everybody can't afford to like be sitting at house comfort sitting at the house comfortably, mm-hmm. but I'm grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. I hear that. Yeah. Who knew my mom was right all the time? Stay at home, you can save money. Who knew that was actually the key? Yeah. That sounded like noise before. Yes. But now <laughs> it was like, I, see. like what? I see it was the blueprint. <laughs> yeah. If I can stop eating out like when stuff opens open back up. Like, if I can keep this same I'm going energy. to be a rich bitch. Like yeah. I'm just gonna be like, whoo. Like, the money that goes I'm to food is scary. Forbes list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. If I can stop eating out. <laughs> After we just had crabs. No. <laughs> <laughs> we literally I'm just ordered crab legs. I was like, yes, and they were good too. I was like, just let it ride. You I'm deserve dead. it. Treat yourself. 
I had one bad day in 2006, and you've been saying yourself <laughs> every day since. <laughs> oh, what y'all bring to the table this week? Anyone have a burning uh, desire to go first? Because you got desires. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, so 2020 concerts are not a thing. We're not going to no more festivals. Like anything. That's needs, dead. That's so dead. So in 2021, let's build our like dream festival lineup or dream concert lineup for, for 2021 just like your dream concert like if you could select let's say your opening act the headliner i'll give you like three headliners honestly i'm not really a concert person i haven't been to like a super lot of concerts but like i do want to see beyonce in concert welcome to the table <laughs> so glad you're here <laughs> But that's like, I mean, I would like to see Drake in concert too, but I can't really think of anybody else I'm like just dying to go. Like, I mean, I'll show up at a concert. We went to a concert just mm-hmm. randomly. But like, it's not like I need to go to this concert. But I really do want to go to a Beyonce concert now. So like festival. Okay. So, I don't even know the particular order. I just know, like, who I would actually want to see and who I wouldn't mind seeing together. I definitely want to see Lucky Day somewhere. Definitely at a festival. I doubt he'll be at the same festival as Vince Staples. But it's fine. A girl can wish. <laughs> um, I definitely want Kehlani to be in the lineup. Definitely. I would say Summer Walker, but I don't really trust her performance. <laughs> She's so weird. Um, damn, like that's all I can really like. As far as people I want to see, like I need to see. I mean, of course, like Jasmine Sullivan, but I don't think she, that's gonna happen either. Like, <laughs> this will be hypothetical, not like you know they actually are going on tour. So Just I like- think whatever festival or show I would like Lucky Day and Jasmine Sullivan. To be there, definitely. Damn you! <laughs> That's my list. But go ahead. Yeah, I had a lot of the same ones, but I think who I would like to see on like a festival vibe, like I feel like it would work for a festival, is Chloe and Haley. Like I would like to see them mm. live. And when I went to, I know they had for they came to Atlanta uh, and did the opening act for Beyonce, but. The two nights I there was two nights and the night I went unfortunately they didn't perform so I would love to see them on like a festival because they just have like that angelic voice those harmonizing and I just feel like that would be a, a vibe. They have some really good stage presence too. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. They they look like performers. Mm-hmm. Beyonce yeah. trained. Destiny's children. No. Because <laughs> the mics be on. Beyonce know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. The mics be on. Mm, what about yours, Dana? Course, Adam Sullivan and Lucky Day, but I'm gonna take it a whole nother. Let's do a ratchet night. <laughs> Give me Young Nudie. Oh, okay. Twenty One okay. Savage. Okay. That's like the that's like the more like the warm up. Even though I like Twenty One, he big, so like he probably like a headliner. But you get my gist. I've heard he doesn't have. Let's do like, presence. He's gotten better from okay. like clips I've seen. Okay. 
But most rap, like most well, rap, he really doesn't. He doesn't. He was at the what, concert. I was gonna we say. To. So like we randomly I mean, went like, to <laughs> for a second. One day we had randomly went to Meek Mill and Future's concert in Atlanta. Real spur of the moment. We and were coming back from here, going back to Auburn. <laughs> we were, and twenty four Savage. Twenty four Savage. You know. It was already at 22. You skipped 24. Savage was performing, and it was like we, I feel like we were both like, "Is that 21 Savage?" Yeah. It was like, "Yeah, that's it." We was like, "Wow, he looks. He, he's not doing anything." Like it was very. He odd. don't have stage. Like he rap like just like his stage presence is just like how he sounds. Yeah. Like you know, he just talking. I've seen clips online, and I've been less than impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't have. Like high expectations of rap concerts. I'm just here I to hear the music. Cause like, they don't really but perform. see, I feel like rap concerts can be lit. Like Travis Scott. But it's like I feel like I'm, I don't want to say like they can't be lit, but I'm just mean like what it's just so much they can do on the stage. Like most rappers don't have like full production like you go to a Beyonce show. <laughs> Ain't no background. It's not like an actual like visual production unless you're like Drake. Or like yeah. Travis Scott, mm-hmm. bigger artists. But like if I'm going to like a random ass rap concert on a Thursday, like I expect niggas to be jumping around, they DJ in the back with hype men and the track playing. I don't expect much. I don't know. Meek and Future had visuals, but they're big artists. Yeah, but they're big. Yeah. And I've heard Twinkle's gotten better from my understanding. I've never. Seen like it. I wouldn't expect what Meek and Future had. I wouldn't expect Nudie to have that like yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. I don't even see how. That would even I just can't. It's just personality wise. Just like yeah, I can't like, see I can't. I can't see him being that's like give me all the lights. Yeah, like hmm. So do you think that's just like rap concerts or just like people who haven't made it like mainstream yet or made it big? I think yet? it's like mainstream because like I mean I also think it's the the way you rap. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like I don't know. Like I don't feel like I don't know how to explain it. I just like, don't. well, I've been to the baby concert and little baby concert, and I can say both of them have stage presence. Like, they're mm-hmm. not no big artists, but you know, you get real lit and hype with them. They don't have a lot of like the visuals or anything, but it's still fun. You know, it's like a it's like the club. Yeah. So like with Twenty One Savage, from what I've seen, it's real dry. Like it's no enthusiasm. I guess that's kind of how he raps a little bit. His music well, not just his, his music. music yeah, not like, now that I think about it, I that's guess. what I'm gonna say. Like his music isn't like. Fun. You I mean, know, like, savage, why you trapping so? Yeah, like, like, yeah, like I just yeah. see him on stage, just like <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I just can't. Which see I feel it. like stage presence is super important because, like, I can, I can go to a show if I've never heard an artist before. I can go to a show and see them perform, and that will determine whether or not I want to listen to them or not. You remember when Wale came to Clemson? Yeah. I was never like I had never really like I heard of Wale, but I was like, oh, okay, like he whatever. I went to his concert at Clemson and I was like, wow, I'm about to download all your shit. I'm about to listen to all your shit because, like, that's how, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it was yeah. just a little, a little college concert. It wasn't right. that big shit. <laughs> but it was like, wow, like, your stage presence and, like, the vibe you give off through your performance. Right. I'm buying in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's important. I think that's why I'm so disappointed in Summer Walker. Like, sis. Like, you, yeah. you had, you had it in the bag. Right. And you just, yeah, I wouldn't pay to see her live. Great music, though. 
But I'm thinking. I but I mean, I would see Summer Walker live. I mean, I just feel like her music. It's only for so much I expect from her to just be. I expect her to sit on a stool and play the guitar. That's but she looks like she don't be wanting to be there. Anymore. Yeah, I know that's weird, and that's why I think like you know there is a level that is like a little unbecoming because it's like, girl, you don't look like you want to be here. But at the same time, it's not like I was expecting this mm. large. You know, like a ma- like. Like, if I was, if you want to go to a concert to see Lauren Hill, like, I almost don't expect her to show up. And no, then if she do show up, yeah, you know, if she do show up, I expect her to sit on the, the stool yeah. and play her guitar. You know, I don't expect, like, this grand, you know, I just, yeah. it to be, like, a real laid-back kind of thing. So, like, that's, I mean, I wouldn't be against seeing Summer Walker. I would never pay for that. Man, I think R&B is intimate. Like, singing is more intimate than being rap. I agree. So it's like, if you are singing a song about, like, these deep lyrics and you act like you don't be here, that has a different approach to me as an audience member versus, like, a rapper. Because mm-hmm. it's like, girl, like, if you don't believe this shit, why the fuck am I paying for it? Like, what? Yeah. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. also, to wrap up for my female rappers, I want to see Mulatto. Mm-hmm. I think her and Megan Stallion like, a, big, a good little duo. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't never about to see no comments. Never. <laughs> and I was like, I, it could literally be anybody. Like, <laughs> we ain't never. This ain't never happening. Yeah. Like, just for, oh my God. This, the screen, not the screen yes. tour. The um, Millennium the Tour. Millennium too. Tour. We went to the first one. It was lit. But we bought tickets for the second one. And of course, it got canceled mm-hmm. due to COVID. It was supposed to be in April. I think it was April 10th. Yeah. yeah. They pushed it back to July. July. And then yesterday or two days ago, they were like, it's going to be in March 2021, sis. Like, what you trying to do? You want a refund? And so we requested a refund. Yeah, they really wasn't trying to give us our money back, but I just don't see that shit happening anymore. Yeah, March twenty twenty one. Because can't, the country can't get it together. Yeah, yeah. They can't get it together. There's like no, there's no telling where we'll be next week. So like, right. I don't even know why they even trying to, to like not give people back any money. Like, it's amazing you know, it's not gonna happen. Like, everybody's on a different page. Like, that is so amazing to me. Like, I will, mm-hmm. it will never. Like as a as a nation, like literally every Everybody. state is on a different page. <laughs> Everybody. What's a little concerning to me? This is off topic, but on the same topic we're talking about. But how like people closing their borders up to us now? Like UK, the fucking they talk, irony. Yeah, I, that's leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, leadership. I mean, I understand that, but it's just like, dang. Yeah. We're trapped. We're trapped. Can't go nowhere. I'm trying to leave. I was trying to leave. I was trying to seek refuge. Is that no? Literally, literally. Yeah, no. But like, I mean, it is like I I respect that because I mean something has to be done Mm -hmm. because this this shit is in shambles. It is, and I don't see how it's gonna get any. No, it's actually getting very worse. (laughs) Much worse. (laughs) It's getting worse, and everybody's just like. Not only that, but it's, not only is it getting worse, it's getting so bad, and everybody just like vote. And I'm sitting here like, I'm not saying don't vote, but like the issues, the current ones, that's gonna fix us. That's gonna fix us. It's like we're that mean with the dog and the flame. Yes, yes. Like, this, this is, is fine. fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. This- this is okay. It's not though. Like, yeah. Both. Yo, for real. I feel like people think if they like ignore it, it'll go away. <laughs> That's and what it's the like, yo, said. it's getting worse. He literally said, like, we just gonna stop testing. And I'm sitting here like, so if I close my eyes, it's just not there. Like, man. That's a whole nother story, man. Man. <sighs> 
2020. 2020. Hot mess. <laughs> and the only thing I'm thinking in 2020, we're going to just be in it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, people be like, 2020 going to be, we going to get it to you. And I'm like, no. In 2020, people are going to be sawing off their states and becoming their own continents because <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. Like, mm. Well, speaking of hotness, <laughs> oh, nice transition. That, I was nice saying, segue. So speaking good. of hot mess, so <laughs> everyone saw August Halcina's interview. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw the clip. I got the highlights. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> so, for those who are not aware, August Halcina had an interview with. Angela Yee. Um. <laughs> Sorry, but that's the wildest part about the story is that he chose to say this shit to Angela. He chose to take it to Angela Yee. <laughs> this off topic, but on topic. But y'all seen that video where like they had Webby in there and he was trying to say everybody's name? Uh-uh. On the Breakfast Club? Yes. yes. <laughs> Whose name was he trying to say? He was trying to say Charlamagne, Angela Yee, and the other dude. And he like couldn't say. He was like, Angela, yeet, yeet. <laughs> like, Charlotte Jermaine, Charlotte Jermaine. And then, like, as he's saying it, he was like, God damn, y'all got some names on y'all in here. Got some names on y'all. Yeah. It was, I, so, I forgot about that video. Y'all, it is the funny. Like, he could not. They was like, okay, one more time. He was like, I'm getting, I'm getting. Angela, yeet. Angela, yeet. I was like, oh, my damn. gosh. Yes. It's a disaster. <laughs> it's so funny. Sorry to cut you off, girl. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, sorry. It just reminded me of that. <laughs> so yeah, August Alcina had an interview with Angela Yee, and uh, I we watched the interview. But basically, the big T from the interview was that he exposed or revealed that him and Jada Pinkett had a relationship, like not just a sexual relationship, but just like an actual relationship for four years. For four years with Will Smith's blessing. And so, like, that, like, you know, that's a topic for another day. (laughs) But a lot of people were, um, the conversation started to be centered around Jada Pinkett and, like, her motives and, like, you know, what she did to August and the state that she put him in and her being manipulative and taking advantage of him and things of that nature. And so, like... My question, and we can you can share your thoughts about what happened in general, but like my question to you guys is we all have this concept of like what it means to like be a good person and like do good things, right? So like individually, like do y'all would y'all say that you're a good person? Would you consider yourself a good person? Yeah. Yes. What makes you a good person? Yeah, I would say my intentions. Like I feel like things like my heart is in the right place like i'm not i try not to be so i try to think of the greater good so but what what about when you don't when i don't like do you think like you always have good intentions no i don't think i have always have good intentions but you know i take the good with the bad i think that for me i think that there's more good that i do than bad and i think that we as people we have so many combinations within us and that we can't always be perfect so like there are times where like things happen and like the negative parts of like the things that happen get the best of me but I don't feel like that can like define me I feel like overall I'm a good person but like 
you know, like things happen and like I think I'm, I do something out of spite. But even in those moments, like I have to reflect and I feel like, no, like you did this out of spite. You have to take responsibility for that. And I feel like that in itself, although like the act that I may have done was being spiteful or evil or whatever the case may be, like the fact that I even reflect took spark responsibility for that, you know, like speaks to the fact that like I feel like I'm a good person. That was deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still processing. I think my actions, like I think, I'm like a I have a good heart, so like I do stuff. Not I won't speak on like intention to like Jadol's point, but it's like I just think like what I've done. If I take a step back, it's like I've never done anything to anybody mm-hmm. with you know that's been like maliciously, ma- like like deliberately evil, trying like, to like like I pro like I have empathy. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to like, I try to put myself in other people's shoes. Like, I just try to have a sense of humanity. I think that's what makes me a good mm-hmm. person. Like, I look at people as like humans, and like I don't really care about like the reception of like Trump supporters. But like, I don't really care about <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Like, I look at you like a person. I understand like you know everybody goes through stuff. Like, yeah. And I think also to speak to that point, like I feel like I don't feel like a selfish person. Like I don't feel like. I try to hoard the resources. Like, I genuinely feel like there is enough money, there's enough wealth, there's enough health to, like, literally go around. Like, I don't see why there's homeless people. I don't see why there are people who, like, don't know how they're going to feed it. Like, I don't understand that. And I think that it's so easy to, like, get, like, a resource and, like, try to hoard it and keep it all to yourself. And, like, that selfishness, like, I don't have that in me. Like, I don't mind. And, And it's not just, like big stuff either like even like small stuff like I always think it's crazy when like you be like oh where'd you get that shirt from people be like girl I can't tell you or like um it was actually a gift like you know like you know like little <laughs> stuff like that like it doesn't matter like you know like things like that they just don't matter so I heard intention um like just humanity like caring about people and so like what about and I heard like um like no ill intent like you know what I'm saying like not really having like malicious or ill intent so like what about when you hurt somebody like whether there's like intent like whether like you actually care about them whether you were not trying to be malicious at all like what about like like you know what I'm saying like good people can yeah yeah good people can definitely mm-hmm. hurt people I think that's when accountability comes into place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, um, to quote the late Lord Hill, <laughs> it's like, the road to hell is paid with, is paid with good attention. So that's not enough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's like, as humans, we're not perfect, we're all flawed. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you can think, oh, everything's all good, but you could literally be crushing somebody that you care about. You know, like, that's not enough. But when the person that you're actually hurting comes to you and say, like, hey, you know, this hurt me. That's when accountability comes into play. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, ne- I'm never above like apologizing mm-hmm. or like you know adjusting how I'm treating somebody because they tell them like, hey, you know, this isn't it for me. So, and I think, I think also like we're just, like we're just all human. Like nobody's here with a blueprint, and I think that truly good people are literally just trying to like figure it out as they go. I mean, even people who aren't good people like are literally trying. To, we all are. To some degree. So I think that in the midst of like trying to do things like that's best for you, 
it just it can't like be the best for everybody and i think that you definitely have to compartmentalize and figure out what's best for you at times and you may hurt people and that may not be what you want but like at some point like you just have to like the way i think about it is like parents like they don't know exactly like you could have a parent who is trying to do the best they can for their child whole time is traumatizing the child and like that may come out and like it could be messy but like at the end of the day most parents are just trying to do the best that they can with the things that they have you know and it it just doesn't always come out that way and I think like you said like accountability also like is a part of it but like at the end of the day like it happens like you got to choose at some point and it's either you or them. And I'm not saying, you know, that should be like the sole reason you're doing things, but like, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's no black or white. It's very gray. So I feel like things happen. Yeah. I was, I thought about this line of questioning because, you know, I feel like the Smiths are like, you know, the, the, pinnacle of like successful problem free black family like you know what I'm saying like people really like you know look up to them like even the whole concept of red table talk is like people coming before Jada and like (laughs) trying to you know what I'm saying seek counsel yes like (laughs) so I think it's very interesting how like this situation happened and of course like it's we don't know what happened. It's August's word and Jada's word or whatever. But like a lot of the conversation around it was just like, Jada is manipulative and she took advantage of him and she groomed him and she knew what she was doing and this is that. One, I feel like we just be making assumptions about people and we don't know shit. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I, I'm like, okay, this concept of like a good person, like, you know, like people think Jada is like, a good person which honestly is crazy in itself because nobody knows that lady <laughs> very I mean, that's, true that's what's crazy to me anyway very like, true i can sit here and all day and i mean Speculate. i know myself better than anybody so i can sit here all day and say like i think that i'm a good person because xyz blah 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 but like to sit here and like be a diehard like jada is a good person she does not do things maliciously it's like Okay, Weird I know that hill. I know that she's in her forties. That's all I know. Her or, hair was blonde. Or even what about the opposite? Like she's a conniving, manipulative. Yeah, like woman, I don't know. And she did this, this, that. Like, first of regardless of, of what happened, what if the shit was just like a misunderstanding? Yeah, yeah or just <laughs> some shit like, you know what I'm saying? Like she may not have had ill intentions mm-hmm. or she may not have like been malicious, but at the same time she may have very well cared for him. And then at the same time, like Shit just didn't, it just unfolded (laughs) in a very strange way. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, I think that's, like, a whole nother thing. Because, like, when people get, like, on social media and, like, swear they know these celebrities, it's the craziest thing to me. Because, like, these people could be sacrificing chickens in their backyard and we don't know. Like, we don't know what they're doing. So, to get on here and, like... She was doing cake for them. This is doing this, and I just think it's crazy because she literally groomed him, and she was doing it. It's like you don't know them, <laughs> like you don't know them. I and Will to. did give her. He did give his blessing. I know he did. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> were you there? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. What recording you got? <laughs> 
I'm very interested to see how she brings herself to the red table. Yeah. I wonder if she's going to be by herself just talking to the camera. I feel like she is. I feel like she is. Honestly, I really do. I, I low-key think this is all marketing and PR. I like, think that it was. It's like, it's so convenient. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, it's just like, August Alcine was out there, Keisha Cole here, and I'm just like, not only that, but it's God. also very convenient that, like, you went there to talk about your album. Right. Exactly. And your documentary. Because exactly. you're telling me that you and Jada were in a relationship for four years that you gave your life to, and you want to talk about it. Now, your album interview? after people asked you back in the day when they were speculating, you denied and I denied. Like, oh, and no. she's like a album. mother. She's like a mother to me. Like, no, no, no. And all of a sudden, oh, we was fucking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> At your album interview, is it Uchi Wally or is it One Mike? Which one is it? With Will's blessing, like, yeah, let's throw that in there too. You know, I just think it's very, like. Let's go listen to the album now. He's probably talking about that. You know, like, it just oh, seems very convenient. Oh, yeah. Because he it's has convenient. been away for a very long time. Yeah. Like, and this is a way you kind of step back in that limelight. But I really just feel like he didn't even have to do all that. Sometimes I, I feel agree. like you, all you have to but do is drop the album. don't have to do nothing. There's a lot of people that don't have to do ha- half of the shit they do. Because mm-hmm. somebody on his team thought this would be a good look. Yeah. Because people have not stopped talking about him since yeah. this happened. Yeah. Cause if August out, cause August has dropped music before and people paid it dust. Yeah, he's like nobody in between like yes. his last album. Yes. They say the song <laughs> he dropped yes. last year was about about him and Jada, and him and Jada, but nobody heard it because nobody cares about him. <laughs> yes, uh, he dropped something after when he was like sick. Like he dropped something like after he got better. Like he's dropped random songs. Yeah, like people paid it dust. And they even like like you said last year, like there was speculation because like there was a part in the video where like he like. It was like a screenshot of him and Jade. Like, there was something. And I remember because, like, people were, like, literally showing the clip in the video. And the video didn't even have the music behind it. And I'm like, they not even listening to the song. (laughs) So, I just feel like, I just feel like it's very convenient. And like I said, I mean, I don't know what happened. But it does very much seem like, hey, y'all, I'm dropping this album. Guess what? XYZ happened too. Listen to the album. Because a lot of this shit is PR. It's like, okay, we can do this. People are gonna be talking about it for like what two weeks? Not only that, but it's also very suspicious to me because first, I think it's weird that Will and Jada been together for so long, and I think that it's very weird that this has never like happened before. And then furthermore, I think that the fact that it never has like come to a head like this before tells me that either it's not going on or there's indie A's being signed. And I just have a hard time believing that like. Then all somehow slipped through the cracks, <laughs> and like he just was like you know yeah. like that's yeah. a really suspicious, yes. right? Thing. Like yes, there's true. no way if y'all was really out here, we'll give you my blessing. You know we yeah, fucked like, in relationship, yeah, and then nobody gave no, you India. Yeah, come on now, that don't yeah. that don't sound right to me at Will all. Will Smith's like one of the biggest actors ever. No. We well, got too much money for that. It'll be real funny if Jay. <laughs> that's all. Just about- <laughs> if Jay to get on this red table and be like. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he truly disturbed. You know, I think she may say that. Like, <laughs> you know, he's been through a lot. Somebody he, was he like, misunderstood. Somebody, somebody messaged me beyond our earthly bodies. <laughs> somebody messaged me and was like, "He's a high functioning autistic." <laughs> I hate. I hate that. Oh my god. We just had a connection beyond human understanding, but we were never in a relationship. I mean, if we being honest, he did look very off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just sitting in that room. It was just like, 
you know what I'm saying? You can tell a lot about a person by the fucking clothes they wear. Yeah. That's how you can tell if, if old people got fucking dementia. Yeah. They stop, stop matching this shit. <laughs> yeah. And like the shit they wearing just look like, did you look in the mirror before you got dressed today? Like, yeah. he looked a little off. He looked a little off. Man, I don't know, but it's it's a lot of suspicious things surrounding me. Jada gonna do some healing though on the red tabletop, which is weird. No, you know, continue. Like, so that is not healing. That is nonsense. <laughs> like I, that's what Y'all I couldn't get. I want to know what counseling degree she got. Thank you. <laughs> not only that, but who in the hell is gonna heal somebody in front of the world? Like <laughs> on Facebook Live. Like stop. <laughs> Especially if he not there. Like you just gonna talk. Hope, August, I hope you're watching this. It's time to heal. Like, like you could have called him. Yeah, like. Now, I will tune in if it's her and Will in August. It won't and be. And be like, why? Well, yeah, that'll be too. It, it might be. be. It won't be. It won't be. It won't be. Yeah. It won't will be. Smith is not going to be involved in it. He's not going to be there. <laughs> he not. I seriously doubt it. He's going to be like, I don't know nothing about that. Whole time he gave his blessing. No, I'm just kidding. And if he <laughs> does, I mean, he gotta partner. fire his couple. That's not a good look. This partnership. Yeah. This is a partnership. Me and Jada love each other. This is a partnership. I mean, if you look at marriage as a contract, don't give me <laughs> next. All right. <laughs> so when I'm ran to the table is a discussion question. Well, it's like a two parter. So I'm gonna go around. Everyone's gonna answer. So it's two parts. So what emotion do you guys think is the most beneficial? And then what emotion do you think is the least beneficial? And explain why. Emotion. Emotion. Damn, when this is a glass table talk. What? <laughs> <laughs> what emotion? I'm gonna have to Google all the I didn't know it was gonna <laughs> think it's that profound. Honestly, okay, I have an answer. Okay. Sorry. We so ordered that girl. Um, what's your eyes? Yeah, I love to see it. Um, <laughs> so I think that sadness can be very beneficial, and I know that sounds crazy, but I really think that when you're sad, it really puts life into perspective. About I feel like oftentimes people kind of take like um for granted when they're happy. And I think a lot of people want to feel happy all the time because, like, it sounds good. And I think that the times where you're sad really put into perspective, like, when you were happy and, like, why you were happy and, like, give you time to reflect that emotion. And I think it, like, breeds appreciation for things that, like, you may not have, like, cared about before. And I think that the most, like, unbeneficial emotion is, like, anger because I Mm. think it just takes you to a place girl <laughs> do you ever feel better people. after you get angry i never feel better after i'm angry okay ever because i'm first of all i'm the kind of person where like i know that i can be out of this world so like when i'm angry i always have to like take a step back because i know like i'm gonna hurt somebody's feelings like not like that crazy kind of angry because like i know some people get angry and they want to shoot up the houses and they want to slash tired I'm not that kind of angry but like you know like I can be real slick in the mouth and I can be real hurtful with my words so like I always have to be like you know what I'm gonna take a second and then we can talk so this is gonna be cliche for me but I think all emotions are beneficial (laughs) Uh, but if I had to like rank them like the most beneficial emotion um, I would have to say I think anger is the most beneficial emotion um, because you learn so much from it. 
um, you know, especially when you figure out, you know, when you're angry about something, that's how you know you're alive. You know, something's bothering you. Something's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way you manage that anger can be dangerous, right? Yeah. But if you learn to manage your anger um, effectively and in a healthy way, I think it can lead you to so many things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anger leads to change. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it drives, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it drives change just in the world in general. Um, True. So... Yeah, I think anger is beneficial. When I think of the least beneficial uh, um, emotion, I would have to say jealousy or insecurity. Mm. I feel like it's pointless and it does I absolutely. I go along with that. It does absolutely nothing for you. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I. I. I, I changed my mind. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say, y'all. Like. <laughs> She took my thoughts. Like, yeah. I think I, I, I can't figure out a way where jealousy or envy would serve you in yeah. any in any yeah. capacity. That's a good one. Hmm, my turn. Okay, so I think the most beneficial emotion is fear. Mm-hmm. Because I think fear is something that pushes you to new heights. Mm-hmm. And it creates that change. In addition to, like, your... What did you say? I'm sorry. Anger. Anger. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of the same realm. Um, I think... When you're scared is that fight or flight and that really shows you a lot about what you're capable of mm-hmm. um i can see that. yeah like fear i feel like i've grown the most out of fear mm-hmm. like just really? like it like it like shown like me mm-hmm. me being scared has pushed me to new heights i didn't know that i could that's really achieve. interesting because i feel like fear holds me back the most and once you once mm-hmm. once i for me once i feel that I said it, you know, you're scared. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like just that emotion, I just it's the reaction. It's the only response. way to get through yeah. the only way to get over it is to get through yeah, it. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. I'm scared. It's, it's like yeah. it's like fight or flight. I'm like, all right, I'm scared, but let's You find get out it. you find out what you made of yes. when you are afraid of some mm-hmm. shit. Like when you're and facing your well, fears. You, well when you say afraid of stuff, are you meaning like literal like life or death stuff? Anytime you're actually scared of opportunity, yeah, like fear, and I feel like fear is like what holds me back. Fear, anxiety, fear is what holds me back the most. And I think it's really interesting that you say it's most important because I think that's one of the least beneficial. Because I feel like fear is like I don't say it's not a real emotion, but it's not like a lot of stuff that the things that we're scared of aren't real. Like, you know, like, they're not... They haven't happened yet. Yeah, you know, like, they're just... Ideas. What ifs. Potentials. Yeah, you know, and I feel like... You're sitting here (laughs) thinking, like, well, I can't wear this swimsuit because what if, like, everyone's like, oh, gosh, you know, I'm scared that they're going to see my stretch marks. I'm scared. You know, like, I don't want to be judged. You know, and it's like, it's that's, like, ridiculous to me. But when you But, like, I feel that. I do feel that. And it's like, you know, I feel like fear... I feel like fear is what holds you back the most. But when you, like, your example, your swimsuit, but when you get over that and you wear the swimsuit, you've moved past it. So now you're like, oh, I'm, you know, fuck fuck these stretch marks. Like, I'm out here now. Like, nigga, like, (laughs) I don't care about that. I mean, I know it it can hold you back if, I feel like it can hold you back if if you let let it. it. Yeah, if you let it, But for me, like, I feel like fear, once you get the, once you kind of do your own kind of self-reflection and you kind of understand as to how you, how you respond to, like, any type of fear, anything that makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think once you do the work, that can really untap, that can untap something in you that you didn't know that existed. Yeah, because like you, fear used to hold me back. 
Like, I'm like, damn, like, I'm scared. I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But once I realized, like, all right, it's fight or flight. Like, the worst that can happen, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you, I mean, you can't live life in fear. And that's my mantra. So it's like, I'm still experiencing that. I'm like, we're human. Everybody gets yeah. scared. You know, you're always uneasy, uncomfortable. But, like, that can't control me. So I just feel like that motion can be extremely beneficial for change. But I feel like what you're saying is, like, courage is more beneficial to get over fear. But I don't consider courage a emotion. an emotion. Courage is is a reaction to fear. And like that's why I said I feel like all emotions are yeah. like important. Yeah. They all intertwine. Yeah, I, because, yeah, I feel like they all build off each other. Because it's not the emotion that is most important. It's how you are responding mm-hmm. to that yeah. emotion. Emotions let you know. You know, they give you yeah. information. They let you know what you're feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if the shit is not laid out for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You may not even know how to articulate what it is that's making you feel this way, but it's like, shit, I'm feeling insecure. But why? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why am I feeling this way? Like, so, yeah. I feel like, I feel like they're all... Mm. And if I had to say the least beneficial... I know this is really... I'm going to say least beneficial that's a hard one yeah because i'm gonna i know this is weird but like i know you said sad i feel like that's the least beneficial emotion is sadness Mm -hmm. because that's sadness can truly consume you Mm -hmm. if you let it and like i don't know i don't i just feel like sadness is something that's like if you let it control you i've seen that that can get you in a place where you can't get out of by yourself depression yeah like you like you like even you just can't that's the most detrimental to me. Mm-hmm. Like, if you sit yeah. in that too long, I feel like anger is like, that's quick. It's, you know, it's like, once you get mad, you deal with it, it's over. But I feel like See, sadness. But, but with anger, like, anger is so quick that you do crazy things. That depends on, I'm not a crazy person. Again, I, that's, that's how you, you respond. I'm well, not yeah, a crazy person. Yeah, I, that's true. Yeah, I'm not a, um. So I have, I have a follow-up question, but I want JaVale, okay. I want you to tell what are your what you think mine's pretty similar i have one emotion that no one said so for my beneficial for me personally i think happiness which sounds cliche but i just do my best work and i'm just more productive i'm just a better person i'm just nicer when i'm happy and i'm not talking about i mean things can make you happy but i've learned to just have internal happiness and just be like okay i'm here today i have this apartment you know i'm doing these things and having that mindset and like you know focusing on the positive things and being happy has helped me just be more productive and then I think for my least beneficial I would say would piggyback on Dana sadness or like hopelessness which I think is just like another level Level, of sadness but just being hopeless because that can I've just you know there's a lot of stories where just hopelessness is like almost like despair yeah Yeah, it can just really kill people so I feel like that's probably the least beneficial but like Aaliyah said I feel like all the emotions yeah. kind of you need all of them because yeah. they're information and it helps build who you are as a person you know it's interesting you said happiness I was torn between saying sadness or happiness or mm. like the least beneficial but I think happiness is a fa- it can be a facade yeah. mm. because nobody is truly happy like mm. you can have a constant state of ha- like good per- you know good mood mm-hmm. happiness but like nobody's truly happy all the time and I think sometimes I was gonna say that, but people, I want to sound like a pet. Yes. <laughs> no, but like people, I was like, "Oh, I'm happy." That I, I'm just like, 
yes, you know, you can be in a good mood, you can have good spirits, but like nobody is, it's unrealistic yeah. to seek happiness as like something that you, I'm not what you're saying, yeah. but like something that's like, that's something that you Well, mean. that's why I said external. Ha- I yeah. don't rely on external. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying it's like in the That's always theory. fluctuating. And is, I feel like it's the hardest to gauge too. Yeah. Like I feel like it's very, especially in hindsight, like, you know, like you obviously mm-hmm. can't go back in time and when you're reflecting on when you were happy, you kind of be, which is why like I feel like sadness is important. I'm not saying that they aren't, but like, you know, like I feel like it puts things into perspective because so many so often you don't even realize that you are happy until you're not anymore mm-hmm. mm. <clears throat> which is That's why like point. happy is weird mm. like i don't know like yeah i replace happy with content mm. and i yeah. i view content as like lack of anger or sadness or what you know what i'm saying like content is like that's normally my my state mm, like yeah. you know what i'm saying and then like happy is when like oh like something yes, has like yeah. elevated my mm, content yes. state like so um i was gonna say something. that's a good point yeah you had a question um yeah now my question yeah now my mind is like pew, pew, pew. Uh-huh. <laughs> um so this is before javelle had answered um when people were giving their emotions, no one listed a positive emotion. Besides, okay. besides <laughs> Jamel saying happy was most beneficial. But before yeah. then, even well, even when we were talking about beneficial and least beneficial, it was something that wasn't like... A challenge. Yeah. A challenging emotion. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Without struggle, there's no progress. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I feel like the challenging emotions are the ones that, you know, help you grow. And I think people don't realize that. You know, like, I feel like so many people are like, I just wish I was happy all the time. Like, I want to be happy all the time. And I'm like, you know, so unrealistic. The, mm-hmm. not only is it unrealistic, but, like, at some point, people don't realize that, like, if you felt one thing all the time, at some point, you're not going to feel anything. Because the ups and downs are the, that that's how you feel what you're feeling. Like, if I'm happy and then I'm sad, the sadness is how I know that I was happy. Or if I'm, like, happy and then I get angry, the anger is how I know that I was happy. And I, like, feel like if you're just constant, it's almost like you're not even alive. Like, you know, like, the ups and downs are what show you. Like, you're literally alive. So when people say that, I'm always like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Absolutely. Because like, yeah. it's like, because content was what I was looking for. I said, like, I think that we're all, like, as humans, you know, we find our level playing field. And you need to be rocked mm-hmm. and challenged mm-hmm. to really understand as to, like you know just kind of how things are supposed to go, yeah. so to speak. Like because like you can't. I feel like you're in La La Land if you're just like oh, I'm gonna yeah. be happy every single day. I like, mean everything's I, cool. I'm just like yeah, it's. Cra- I compare it to like the the monitor at the hospital. Like if you want a flat line, you're dead. You're dead. Like if it's a flat yeah. line, you're dead. If it's moving up and down, you're alive. You're gonna make it <laughs> because like. You're not supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, if you just want, if you just want emotion all the time, like at some point you're, you're not. You're a sociopath. Anything. Yeah, like you're. But, just, but I, I also don't numb. think that emotions are. I don't feel like they are mutually exclusive. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like I can be pissed and mad about some shit yeah. and still be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. my life. Yeah. Like you know That's what I'm very saying. True. Like, yeah. like everything's cool. Yeah, but like, yeah. Like, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm just pissed yeah, right this now. Incident. Or yeah. like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm sad right now. Or or having certain emotions about certain things. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I can feel insecure about this one particular thing, and I could feel 
fearless and courageous about this yeah. other thing here. Or even having conflicting emotions about one particular thing. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm moving away, like, I'm sad because I'm moving, but I'm happy because, like, I'm starting a new chapter. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be good. You and know? beneficial. Up and down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Beneficial is, like, what's beneficial to you. Right. Like, beneficial to me is productivity. Yeah. Like, so, mm-hmm. if I'm sad, my productivity is going to be shit. So, I'm thinking it that way, but, like, productivity could i mean beneficial can look different for everybody which is so which is so true because that's another reason why like i just feel so awkward about happiness because i feel like happiness is the most subjective like Mm -hmm. i feel like when your sadness kind of looks very similar for most people (laughs) like anger looks very similar like in the way that you feel like angry Mm -hmm. and i just feel like with happiness like you got people who are just happy that they're alive then you got people who like are happy because they're millionaire like you know it's just so different like it's so many different things mm-hmm. bring people happiness like it's i don't know that was a good question thanks <laughs> y'all definitely are like in the psychology because <laughs> i had to google the emotion Before class begins, she has like um, five faces. Mm-hmm. It's like a mad face, a sad face, like a straight face, a kind of smirk, but then like a happy face. And she wants us to tell like what like what level are you today? Like you know like let it like let us know what level you are today. And like half the time I'd be like, bitch, I'm just here. Yeah, <laughs> like, damn, can yeah. we get it started? Yeah, but face. like we're like in the middle of the semester now, and like nobody has gone past a three. Like everybody is like. I'm feeling a two today. <laughs> they say being able to label your emotions or like rank your emotion makes you feel better, and there's like some sort of like self control over that. Like you feel like you're kind of in charge. Uh, do y'all remember in like elementary school? Like I remember my second grade teacher. Like that was like a I don't say behavior like tactic. <laughs> behavior chart. But yeah, but like she had the happy face. You had like green, yellow, and red, mm-hmm. and you always start in the green. The mm-hmm. happy face. Yeah. But as when you act it out, yeah. you, you yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you want to be yellow today? Do you want to move to the red? Like, <laughs> but it was really based on emotion. I feel like that shit is problematic in itself. Well, you listen to my bitch. Once I'm in the red, fuck you for the rest of the day. Exactly. And now I think about it, the kids who, once I hit, I've hit red, I'm just like, shit, I'm here now. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It's I'm not coming back to green for this. Like, Try again tomorrow. So she right. like, but like it's just so funny because like even just throughout the semester, like no one has been to green. Like no one is happy. <laughs> Everyone is like shit. Like and then she like taking notice. I'm like, like I've noticed everybody is in three. Yes, yes. Let me adjust like, the assignment. Okay, so after like the George Floyd shit happened, like everybody was in the red. Like everybody was mad. Everybody was upset. And so like one week, like one person like was a three and like everybody was kind of a two and she was like well it looks like we're moving up the feeling wheel today like, <laughs> yeah. i was like bro <laughs> can you just start right please <laughs> this is the breakout room bitch okay <laughs> <laughs> but even using like people who express that emotion like i stop you know it's like common curse like hey how are you doing today yeah mm-hmm. it's whom you say oh i'm good or I mm-hmm. stop saying I'm good if I ain't good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If I say yeah. I'm here, Duh, I'm I know I know people. They be like, especially at work, they be like, 
I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah, like I'm I'm cognizant. Like I don't always want to say I'm, I'm good, good. I'm yeah. fine when I'm not because. I think the happiness I say is kind of like the least because I think when I think happy I just think like okay I'm putting on this front that mm. everything is all good like mm. I'm you know bright eyed and bushy tail like shit is sweet and it's like that's not always the case yeah. So, yeah and I feel like people feel like happiness is a default and I feel like mm-hmm. that's why that's a good yes. 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 I feel like people think you are happy and then if something happens that's your atypical yeah like yeah. happiness is the default like when we yeah. starting point yeah that's, yeah. that's yeah, what, and no. then yeah. the things happen and that's when you starting change. kids at green when yes like, <laughs> when like in reality like it changes like some days I wake up and like I'm like damn no, for real. I'm just like feeling Yeah, like some days I wake up and I'm like this is not the one and like people are like how you doing today and I'm like it's one of those days girl and they be like kind of shook that I said that because people assume they don't know how like, to respond. you're happy yeah and it's and because the default is kind of like socially acceptable to be like I'm good yeah mm-hmm. I'm good and I feel like even that is like a whole nother thing because really people don't really care they asking they want you to say I'm good and keep it moving yeah. nobody wants you to be like what well, actually you know today I need to talk about. to somebody let me tell you about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah let me tell you about it actually yeah <laughs> Well, actually, you be like, and honestly, bro, I'm finna stop asking people that shit. Yeah. Because, like, if I don't have the time to really go into details, yes. I don't ask you now unless I truly care. Unless I truly care. Because yeah. I would hit you with a hope all is well. As an issue point, how are you? Hope all is well. I yes. hope this message finds like you well. well. Yeah. If I, it doesn't, that's none of my concerns. <laughs> I'm gonna I, keep I'm you to be like, I hope you're doing well today. <laughs> If you're not, keep it to yourself. That's a statement. I hope you know. No, well for today. real. For because real. You gotta be because one day somebody's gonna be like, listen. And that's what I'm saying. When, I, when I'm prepared, when I'm in a place where I can listen, I'll be like, How you doing? But when I'm not, I'm like, you know, I hope I hope you're well. I hope you're doing good. I only ask my friends because I give a fuck about yeah. how you're doing. And even if I ain't feeling it, I'm still gonna ask. Even if I'm not in the mood to like receive it, I'm still gonna yes. ask. But I feel like that's like intimacy yeah. with like the people you but, but like, I, but even though when I be getting on the phone, I do be like, like you know, if I call my bank, cause I'm calling him all the time lately. But anyways, I be like, how you doing today? And they be like, I'm good. And I feel like people really be shook because people don't be asking like that though. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like, oh my gosh, so that could be a loaded well. question because I remember when I first went to corporate America, <laughs> and the Caucasians can be kind of the kings and queens of oversharing. And, oh, for and that's sure. and that made me stop because like I remember asking like hey how are you and it's like word vomit yeah and I, they were telling me their deepest darkest secret One time, I remember being I like at Target why are we fucking talking and, and I was like I was at Target in the line I was like how you doing today she was like girl don't even get me started these people up in here will not wear a mask I'm sick and tired of it our bosses want us to clean we need to just shut down we're not ready to be open yet and I'm like girl I ain't really mean it. What's the total? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, what's the total? See, that's I why asked, I'm going to I asked a girl, that. a coworker. I was like, hey, how are you doing today? And she went to spill about how, you know, she she, she was on. she was trying to be like the trophy wife and how that wasn't going to work out. Like, she got, oh, the, it wasn't going to work out. Like, her fiance basically said, you got to work. And it was just a whole, I'm just like, I remember sitting in the break room like, I am never <laughs> asking this question again because it was just like I don't care. Yeah. That's what honestly why I stopped. Like, I just can't do this. Like I can't. But I, feel like why I can't engage. Think that like, everybody yeah. cares about like what they Damn. have going on. Yeah, I really think they feel like that. Like mm-hmm. they really feel like 
y'all gonna care about like, <laughs> what I, what's going on with me. <laughs> like, it's an entitlement that comes with like yeah. being in a bubble and not understanding exactly. like other people are going. Exactly. It's like they be in that bubble, yeah, so it's yeah. like they think that like they literally everything's about world. it's everything about me. Sometimes so it's like didn't ask you that, but okay, how we get here? That's how it be, but you know. Yeah, oh, so okay. my question, honestly, I feel like it's so different from anything we talked about, but basically, so, like, with your significant other, how much do you let, like, their family influence your relationship? Like, would you ever break up with somebody based off their family? Absolutely. Me too. But I feel <laughs> like, because I don't do well in, like, awkward or, like, any situation attention. So, I'm not marrying nobody who I can't rock with or, like, deal with. Because it's, like, that's awkward. Mm. I just got to remove myself. Because, it's like, it's not, it's not going to end well. Exactly. Because I know how I am. And I and it's just so much that I'm going to tolerate. That's, and exactly. I'm going to cuss everybody out. It's going <laughs> to anyway. So, it's like. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I only ask because, like, I, I, like, most people that I talk to, like, like, I have two friends who were, like, dating these dudes. And, like, their moms oh, hated them. And they were like, I mean, I don't care. I'm not dating the mom. And I'm like, what? Like, that was just so... Yeah, that's different. It's never gonna... Like, imagine, like, his mom don't like you. Like, what? How? <laughs> I can't understand I mean, when that. you... Especially when you... When you, like, marry somebody, you marry the family. Yeah. So, like... And then you're talking about... If, and then if you want to have kids, I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, I, I will say, I think, is... It will depend heavily on how my partner feels and handles it like you know what i'm saying like if my partner be like yeah my mom tripping fuck her like oh. then, then it's like oh like okay. y'all have a relationship like that you know, crazy? <laughs> that may bother me even more i'm not like, gonna say how you don't you to i mean you never know people yeah like, you, exactly. know what you never exactly. know what people have gone through what yeah. people, you know what i'm saying people could be adopted or people could have been abused or whatever like you just never know what you know I feel, like every, I feel like everything is situational. Exactly. So, like, you know, if 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 it bothered my partner that me and his mother didn't get along and he was like, you need to work it out with my mom. But, like, he was never like, I don't, it's, I don't know. I feel like it's just all, it's situational. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like as long as you're not being disrespectful, I mean, then, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think family is hard to like. Is you can't escape it. You can't just like Unless try to be idle. Cut it and off. You, like you really can't just like you know just. Oh, I'll, I'll just keep it cool when you're sitting in the corner. Exactly. It'll be it's weird because it's like think about like holidays like. Exactly. You going to his house and nobody likes you and you're spending Christmas thing. It's like or something the whole family or you don't like them. I mean maybe not like the whole family but like the nuclear family, the ones that like, the mom, the dad, the sister, the brother, maybe the grandma granddad I, mean, I, I don't really you know the uncle if it was extended they don't matter yeah like you know uncle's uncle said Thanksgiving <laughs> great grandma Shirley you know that's yeah that would be weird cause I feel like but me personally I feel like I'm I tr- I'm not really a problematic person so for like yo new whole nuclear family to hate me like I don't feel well, like but, I don't, but when I, I when I say that I don't mean like exclusively they hating you like what if you don't like them at all um, and that's what I was saying at that point. I, I can't be in that situation. Yeah, like, that's crazy. So, my tolerance, 
for people who are not in my life on an everyday basis is very high. Exactly. I won't say yeah, that. See, <laughs> give me the secrets. Because, <laughs> I mean, if I don't have to deal with you on an everyday basis, like, I can t- I can see your flaws. I can see the BS, and I can take it for what it is and mm. deal with, like, just know when I deal with you, that's what I'm about to see. But even that, and see, like, <laughs> that's the kind of person I am, but, like, that's the thing about parents because you may not have to be involved with them every day, but, like, a lot of people talk to their mother every day. A lot of people talk to their father every day. A lot of people tell them <laughs> about the things that are going on. True. And it's like every time you tell me about the dumb stuff your mom is saying, I'm like, why is she here? I just, but see, I also that's it's it's situational, yeah. right? Because it's one thing say that my partner's mom is you know saying some crazy shit. If my partner is like you know what I'm saying like stands up for me, right? Or like you know like checks checks you know his mom, then like okay, like I don't really have a problem, but like. I don't know. I feel like when it starts to affect the immediate, the relationship you have with that individual, which it will. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It will. Once it starts to affect that, that's when I feel like there's a problem. I yeah. also wouldn't want to put my part in, let's just say hypothetical, they had a good relationship. Like it was a healthy relationship with the parents. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to put them in a situation where it's like they, they have to choose. choose. Exactly. Because I, like you said, it's going to affect it down the line. Because I feel like it's going to be some kind of resentment that they feel toward me. Exactly. Because it's just like, it's inevitable. Like, I'm not your family. We're just dating, you know. Imagine your significant other saying, I chose my mom of you. Yeah. Every time. They're always going to say that. Like, I chose you of my mom. Every okay, time okay, okay, okay. Like, okay. I don't want to hear that. So, say you met the love of your life. Like, this is your person. This is you. And his whole family didn't fuck with you. And he didn't give a fuck. I'm, so, the love of my life, the whole family won't hate me. Because I couldn't see myself loving anybody whose family mm. hated me. Why can't you? Because when you love that person, you loving that person before you. That's gonna influence the, the kind of love that we like. I'm not gonna say you love my life because we're gonna have. I'm gonna have met your family before then. And see, I know, I like, I don't know about that. I, I don't think know so. about that. Cause I mean I can't control nah. like the level of love. <laughs> not only that, not only that, but I'm just saying for me, I am not gonna love some. I can't say I love you from the depths of my soul until I know everything about you. You're not. But you're never gonna know everything about anybody. I'm talking about the fam. I mean, the background is your family, your upbringing. I mean, I can see that, but I'm even, not gonna say, oh, I love you. I love you deeply. I ain't never met your mama or but, daddy. But but even then, I'm it's not, not even always that. that cut and dry because like, even like with my significant other, I feel like. I've never really been like super like go parents for him, but like as we've progressed in our relationship, I'm seeing a lot more stuff about like the controlling and manipulative behavior that his his like parents had, and like that's something that I didn't even really see at first. But well, we are we talking about? I thought our question was like they don't like me. I'm not talking about their behavior. I'm saying they well, I'm, I'm saying me. both, vice versa, like either one, whether they don't like you or whether you hate them. Because I'm, I'm at a place I, my right question now. Yeah. Like, would you, would you cut off somebody that you love? Okay, maybe it's not the love of your life, right? But somebody yeah. that you love because of their family. Yeah. For that sole purpose. If if it wasn't a good fit for me, yes, absolutely. Because I have toxic, I have toxic in my own family. I'm not dealing with anybody anybody else's bullshit. I'm not. I'm not doing it. And see, that is such a that's like a question that I toss into her mom. I'm not because I don't know. It I would depend know. how, like, okay, is like so his parents hate me, right? 
is this like do I is this a constant thing that I'm being aware of? Like, or are even, they in what if you hate them uh-huh. though? Like, what if you hate them? But if I don't have to see again, I'm a different person. If I don't have to deal with you, I can really like. But but not how do you like know you that you don't silence. have to deal with them though? Because when you're marrying you two adults, you I mean you can now when you're a couple, you can establish as much distance as y'all two as partners see fit. So if like your parents hate me. I'm be like, bro, your parents hate me. I don't want to see them. And as a couple, we got to have that discussion. Like um, Aaliyah says, it's all situational. Is it, like yeah. my partner would have to be being like, okay, like put my needs as a priority because now we're one. We are married. So now like you would have to put my needs as a priority. So like if your but, parents hate but me. Even that, but even that is like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like confused because like how do we get married if like your parents hate me, that's what I'm saying. But we would never get to that point. That's you. what I'm saying. Like, but how you do can we fall get in love point? with somebody. Parents like because parents parenting is like people have parents who are helicopter parents and people have parents who they don't see like every five ten years. You know, it's all. And subjective. I agree. And I agree with that. But I mean, like involved parents. I mean, obviously, if you got parents that live in Switzerland, <laughs> yeah, you know, right, right. 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 They're like, like they're 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 like, 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 right here <laughs> parents live right here they but even if your parents up, live they everybody live has, here everybody has different relationships with their parents so like for example i know people who they with their parents their parents live by them but they don't have that but we're relationship. saying okay also invo- okay but an involved parents hate me yeah and it was like active. or you hate them see i'm see i would be if i if it would be hard for me to hate them Unless right. like early on, because like you said, you don't know them. But I'm thinking like if if I did it, if they hated me, I don't think I would. Okay, because I can't control how you feel about me. I have a good so one. I'm gonna remove myself. My, I don't give a fuck as long as your ass not disrespecting. Me. Okay, I have a good one. Like if you can think whatever the fuck you want to think. When we get together for fucking uh, indigenous people's holiday, because I don't call that shit thing. <laughs> when we get together for whatever holiday, you know what I'm saying? As long as you not being, you know what I'm saying? Like sneak dissing and doing stupid shit. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. But once it, be- like, it's situational. Once it becomes yeah. an issue, because I'm also the type of person, I- get your mama. <laughs> like, get your sister. And that's why I'm going to remove myself. <laughs> get your grandpa, because I'll school everybody at this motherfucking table. I don't give a fuck. Like... So I mean I feel like it's just it's just situational. It's a you can think you're entitled to whatever opinion you want as long as you're not disrespecting me or our our fucking kids. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> when it comes to holidays, like I don't want to be around y'all. Like be around bad energy. With the, yeah, like yeah. glass table talk. The vibe, <laughs> just the energy is not positive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Be that negative energy in my life. Yeah. Mm, yes. I'm dead. All right, guys. Well, it's time for the tip. What is your tip, ladies? Who wants to go first? If you was thinking about getting some crab legs next week, this your sign. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, crab legs are always a good idea. Like, always. Um, I can go next. Stop arguing with people who have no intention of understanding you. Mm. Just stop giving the energy. Mm. Just let leave them with it. Girl, you're saying a mouthful. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. My tip. I feel like I've said this before, but it's always timeless. Mind your business and drink water. <laughs> <laughs> so my tip, just because I feel like it's relevant now more than ever. 
um, since everybody wants to be politically correct. Black people and people of color are not interchangeable. So I would like for y'all to stop using that. And when you are referring to black people, say black people. And when you are referring to non-black people, say non-black people or whatever it is that you are describing or referring to. That is my tip. <clears throat> Love to see it. I actually, had a, I actually had a question for y'all. Okay, let's get it. I mean, uh-huh. it's still part of the tip, but... So, like, in attempts to be more inclusive, um, a lot of academics have, like... Have y'all heard... <laughs> By POC. I've have seen, seen it. it. Yeah, I've, I've seen, seen it. it. Okay. So, like, it's, like, this term that was, like, coined by academics to be more inclusive and veer away from just the original, like, people of color. Mm-hmm. And so, it stands for black and indigenous and people of color. Okay. So, like, it's an attempt to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. But, like, the issue, I think the issue is still, first of all, how do y'all feel about that? I am black. I would like to be called black. <laughs> I don't need an acronym. Just call me black. Well, I mean, I feel like I am a person of color. But like I said, I don't feel like that the same... I don't feel like every person of color can relate to the same issues I can relate to. Like, it's like, I am a person of color. Like, that's not false. But that doesn't mean that, like... Like, all dogs are German Shepherds, but not all German Shepherds... I mean, all German Shepherds are dogs, but not all dogs are German Shepherds. So, like, it fits, but it's not... Like it doesn't always work for specific issues, I which I think is term. why, because you know what I'm saying when people use that term, they were yeah. they're usually referring to everyone who's not white, yeah. exactly. But like which not is, all, which makes sense because there are overlapping issues that everybody who isn't white can relate to. But see, but the vast majority of issues that we are talking about as black people don't don't go to everybody. And see, that's why I want to be called black color. because in court, I hate the term people of color. To me, it's lazy. It's like you're you're kind of putting everybody's experience into mm-hmm. one into one pot because you're too lazy to separate all the ingredients. But but that's the thing. And I think and I, I can see that. But I think that there is a shared experience from all minorities at the hands of white but people. See, I don't think so. I, I think Indians. I think Indians have a different experience. Yeah. I think we all, and that's <laughs> and that's some working with people who nobody's people experience not the same. is like. I, well, I don't mean like it's exactly the same by any means I don't think but it's I similar. think there is a a shared trauma that people of color it's face not, at the same. Same. It's it's but, not, but it's not. I think these are the exact these same the, but I think of like Indians who are oh I'm, I'm a person of color they assimilate with white culture yeah more than anything yeah. so like to the, they're all in the same boat they're mm-hmm. rushing they're going to these white they don't mm-hmm. have any issues with what they they don't see a problem mm-hmm. they're but that's, not, all but that's like, not true no just that I can name some co-workers here who think they're white and they are people of color. And I and quote, I can unquote. understand that. I think <laughs> because I mean I know a ton of Asians who think they're white. But at the end of the day Are Asians people of color? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're considered people of color. But I know a lot of Asian people that think they're white, but at the end of the day, when you're Asian in a room full of white people, the experience you know like you're gonna you're gonna feel that you're not white. You are gonna feel that you're not white. And that's the only not, thing but I you're mean not by, going to feel Anything similar to, to what, what black, black people, people feel, and I, but I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the experience is the same, and like I, that's why I said that I do think that there are levels to the experience. But at the end of the day, like we can look throughout history and see where like every person of color, when you loop that in, whether it be Asians, 
Arabs or whatever the case may be, and I feel like that, I feel like that's the only some kind of trauma at the hands of white people. That's the only commonality, and, and that and that is what they choose to group us by 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 their dominance and control. When it's like actually these individual experiences. First of all, they're all fucking traumatic, but they're all very, very different, and they all have very different long-term implications. And I agree. So it's like, and our trauma, like the response to the traumas are different. That's, why I, that's why I hate the fact it's like, why are you trying to put it all together when like an Asian person saying like, hey, raising their hand like, hey, this isn't right. It's different with our black asses raising our hand and saying like, hey, or even shit, right. even. <laughs> Even people who are considered people of color they adopt the same views as white people yeah. do toward black people. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, we can't all be grouped together because this Hispanic ass bitch over here is saying our lives don't fucking matter. So and, 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 and like I said, I do agree, but that's I don't feel like saying people of color is synonymous with saying that like we're allies. I think that we are literally just people of color. Like... We are Latinos. We are black. We are um, Filipino people that are dark skinned. Like there is a shared experience of colorism in every in every ethnicity. They the white the lighter color is always better than the darker. There's dark Filipinos. There's dark Indians. There's dark Asians. Like there's dark Italians. Like there is a experience that is shared in the sense that like there is racism and people of color experience racism at the hands of white people. Does it look the exact same? I'm not saying that in any way because I would never sit here and let no Asian person tell me that they experience the same kind of shit that I experience as a black woman. I would never let nobody tell me that. But the term is people of color because we're literally people of color. But, but I, I think also that. when the term is used like say like uh you know uh, an official or a politician or someone is talking about you know people of color blah blah blah, blah. 95% of the time it's about black they're talking people. about black yeah. people mm-hmm. and I agree but they that. don't want to just say black people they want to say people of color yes. because they think that I don't know what it is that people are just so scared to say black and, honestly, yeah. and it's what bothers me most is that people who like you know the Asians and everybody else they go out of their way to remove themselves from that group anyway so it's like what's from the, point? the term people of color yes. I see I, I don't see I don't see that yes, I think people some other ethnicities use it when it's convenient mm-hmm. I can see that like see people that. of color when we're fighting for you know the greater good of mm-hmm. people of color but then when it's less convenient you know when they're talking about other things People, like, black people, I feel like, in, in America, are always the most, I don't want to say the most shit on, but we're easily discarded. Like, like for example, that um, Kim Kardashian thing, that Latina girl, just shitting on, like, black people ain't shit. Like, people really feel like they can yeah. talk, say mm-hmm. black people ain't and, shit. And see, that's mm-hmm. where I do agree. I do feel like. And they being oppressed, too. I feel like if you're talking they're, about they're issues. they're a person of color. No. Right. <laughs> I feel like, but I feel like if you're talking about issues of literal people of color then you would use that term if you're what talking about o- black in issues in what other way would you need to use the term <laughs> if you're not talking about issues because there are some issues like if we're talking about black people then I would expect people to use black people but if we're talking about the issues that Asians face Latinos face they're gonna say Asian issues say they're gonna say Latino Latina issue they're not gonna say people of color that's See, not issue that's what I'm saying I don't, I don't see I have that. never I have never seen anybody say people of color like you said it's like an old kumbaya <laughs> people of color we're holding our hands you know, eight white See, but I have hands. seen that. I've seen but when that. it comes to like actual t- tangible and tactical, like okay, application of the term, they're talking about black people. 
Asians go out of their way to be like the Asian community, mm-hmm. the Hispanic community. See, but I Filipino know a lot of Asian people that use the And they always want to make sure they're excluded <laughs> from the boat. See, but and that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't see that. I, I mean, I do. I see, I see it happening, like generally. But I, the people that like I interact with, like on social media, I know a lot of Asians and a lot of Latinos that say like people of color, like issues of people of color, like things like that. When they're generally speaking, and like I said, I do agree that like in this climate right now, we're talking about black issues. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we do need to just say black. But then there are times where like we're talking about issues like i feel like colorism is a people of color issue colorism affects literally every person of color there isn't one group that doesn't have a darker part of that group that isn't significantly treated worse like there are latinos that are black and they're i'm literally almost every dominican i know they're insane because they don't even think they're damn black because black people are treated so bad within the latino community as opposed to the white latinos like cameron diaz or christina aguilera like, so I don't, I feel like colorism is a people of color issue. So how do you feel about by PLC? I think it's just people of color again. It is. They heard our cry. Okay, There's like an attempt to like name. separate, like, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, like sometimes like it's a 2020 version. Like yeah, the remix. It's very interesting. I I know this is like drawn out longer than it's supposed to be, but like it's very very interesting being in academia because you have so many people who are trying to be like, politically correct. Well, not even politically correct, but they want to advocate, right? So they mm-hmm. want to make some change, right? Mm-hmm. But like they're they're the way they look at and view change is from such a privileged perspective. Yeah. It's like motherfuckers just want to be called black. They ain't asked for buy right. POC. Yeah. They ain't asked for all this other stuff. They just want to be called black. So like, oh, let's be more inclusive. Buy POC. Black, indigenous, and people of color. That will be like, you know, like, it's like, bro, that's not what... Right, that's yeah. not even the issue. <laughs> Do you go and speak to the community and ask community what it was that they needed and what it was that they wanted? Right. Because you're just forcing this fucking term on people. It's just semantics. And, it's just, and, and then exactly. when the term first started being used i was like what the fuck is by by I've, I've seen i've seen what is by yeah. yeah, like, i was like what the fuck is by you you coined the term for a group didn't even tell them what the right. fuck it was and you using it thinking you being inclusive right if that's not fucking privilege i don't know if what you don't is. even know what you're talking about you know what i'm saying like and that's what gets me like i don't understand why we why is everybody so scared to say black Exactly. I don't get and it. And I think what's crazy about it is the same people that are scared to say black, they be like coloreds. Yeah. Girl! Colored. If you call me color in 2020, I'm stoning. Let's fight. Like, I'm slapping you. I literally Let's have fight. to tell. I literally I be have like, to tell. I like, Y'all, I'm swinging. Like, I literally had to tell my students. Like, literally. Like, I was reading their papers and they was like, you know, because white people have always oppressed colored people and colored people are like disenfranchised. Colored! Yes! I literally walked into class the next day. I said, listen, before we even get fucking started, half of y'all in this room called black people colored in your goddamn papers. Don't ever in your life use that word again. And I'm telling you right now in the classroom so that you don't get fucking corrected out there. Call somebody colored you might be, You're getting your ass. Beat. Call somebody yeah, colored if colored. you want to. Like, if you don't say black, This I'm is not the 60s, bitch. This is not apartheid. <laughs> South Africa. The fuck? That, is, is, that is so disrespectful. Colored? 
Because you're going deep in They your love that shit, but be scared <laughs> to say black. Exactly. I'll be like, colored, though? So what are you? Where's blank? Right. right. Clear? Transparent. <laughs> like, basic. <laughs> you're white, but I'm colored. What's, like, what? Color. Like, this is a fucking coloring book. Color. Get your crayons, y'all. The they, color's coming. You know what? It's, it's like, too what many the hell? They've seen the help too many times. That whole thing. No. Uh, no colors allowed in here. Like, I'd be like, color. Y'all say black. And what's crazy is, crazy is because, like, I feel like literally every black person I know is screaming to be called black. Like, yeah. just call me black. Like, call me black. So, I, y'all remember that YouTube video? And I was like, white girl, like, relaxes yeah. her hair. And so many people are like, wow, why would you say white? What if we did something and I called you black? And I'm just like, and there was so many comments like that. I'm like, you can't, I am black. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. There's a disconnect. Like, we, like there is a disconnect. No, you know what? That's a good point. That is a really good point. Because in a corporate space, some people act like saying black is like yeah, a slur. It's a slur. Yes. I'm like, but but it's a very thin line because anybody who says blacks is fucking racist. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. The black you blacks. Yeah, but just just address like I did like recognize the fact that I'm black. Like just say I'm black. No, I've, yes. been, I've literally been in classes like and obviously like. Auburn's predominantly white. So, like, I'd be literally in class and I'd be, like, one of two black people, if not the only black person. And I would, like, speak about my shared experience and I'd be, like, you know, as as a black person, they'd be, like... They hold their breath. <laughs> the intense. They'd be, like, she talking, y'all. She talking. It's all. She'd be like, what is this going to turn into? Hold on. Best in your seatbelt. And I'd just be, like... Well, I'm black, <laughs> so... Yeah, they be like, but you know, or they, you like, know. They, they be like African American. Yes, like, no, I am just talking. Yeah, but you know, it. whenever a white person does say black in any capacity, in any capacity, it always it sounds, sounds like a right. right. <laughs> yeah. And it they is. always be like, you know, like, I mean, black people do. Like, you know, it's like they just seem so. Yeah, I saw this black girl. Like, right. <laughs> it's only it's only been like up to like maybe two times, but I haven't felt like. You, I could sense like you were uncomfortable, so it yeah, like a slur. exactly. It's very, it's like a different type of like, you know, energy. What? Just don't yeah. fucking address us at all. How about okay. that? Okay. How about that? No, call me. Black. Leave us alone. Yeah, Leave us black. alone. Call me black. Call me, black. <laughs> call me the fuck black. I I'm need black. you to recognize that and understand that because that's I think that's where the whole color blindness thing comes from. Because like exactly, think, oh, I don't, have I don't to see color. This. I don't no, see color. I am fucking. And I'm like, you got to. <laughs> Because yeah, I'm not too. the same as you. You got to. I'm not the same as. We don't have the same experiences. We're not, we not experiencing the and same And we life. can't develop, like, you know, any kind of relationship or kind of, you know, even, like, talk if you can't recognize that we interact. Because it's like, girl. Like, and, and the fact that they feel like African-American is, like, the politically correct to say black. And it's like, I'm black. You added, not african You said two words. If I was African-American, <laughs> I would be African and American. I'm just black because my ancestors were slaves. So and that's a whole different. That's a yeah, whole different like I'm just black. What you choose to identify as is your, is your business. <laughs> I agree, but this I'm is black. cool, guys. Mm. Well, Did everybody give a tip? Yeah, everybody gave a tip. Damn. Wow. <laughs> the wine. Yeah. And <laughs> we get the wine. Well, I guess that's all we have for y'all today. Thank y'all for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at ESSNTL and at Bonnet and Brunch Pod. 
Thank you to our special guest. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yes. And if you guys do like when we have guests or if you want Mari to come back, you know, just let us know. <laughs> if you have letters, send them at bonnetsandbrunts at gmail.com. And I guess we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. 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 Bye.